This podcast contains explicit content and is not safe for work. Welcome back to Never Publish, the podcast that makes me question my life choices every week. But people come, keep coming back for more. After that shit show that was last week, I'm on the tea. Steph is made of stronger stuff and can handle her drink. I'm Scott. I'm Steph. Cheers. <laughs> Don't make my wine warm. So when you were putting our youngest to bed the other night, what was that? You were screaming into a pillow. Well, no, not into a pillow. I was screaming into a squishy. Squishy, pillow, same thing, cuddly toy. That's not the point. Why were you screaming into it? Well, I was putting the magic in for bedtime. You scream at our children before bed. No, I scream into his squishy before bed. He screams into mine too. I'm not sure this is healthy. I was getting the pent-up frustrations out. It's the magic. The before bedtime magic. Well, see, that you're smothering them. I'm not smothering them. Okay. Just screaming to the squishies. Cool. It's all, all the bedtime magic. Moving on. I went to Aldi this week and I bought a paw cleaner for our dog. A large paw cleaner. Large paw cleaner. That's a sex toy. It's not a sex toy, it's a paw cleaner. For the benefit of the tape, Scott's putting a cucumber in the paw cleaner. Sex toy. Can you spit on it? No. Sex toy. Telling you. It's not a sex toy, it's a paw cleaner. It's actually quite a cool contraption. You put some water and like soap in. Well, you don't need soap even. You just put water in there and then dip the dog's paws in. So it's a dick washer. <laughs> it's not a dick washer. <laughs> I'm telling you, someone is going to do that. Is it going to be you? Probably not. <laughs> Poor cleaning. <clears throat> Sex toy. This probably should have been a pillow talk. But it's it's been bugging me a bit. If someone says they're shitting through the eye of a needle, what do you what in your head do you think that means? Well, stingy arsehole, isn't it? Yeah, they've got diarrhea and a stingy arsehole. Yeah. But surely if you were shitting through the eye of a needle, you would be constipated. Because you'd be trying to get Oh a big Yeah. Oh this yeah, this was a pillow talk. Why are we doing this so early? Um, because I thought it was a bit disgusting for pillow talk. <laughs> that's never bothered you before. No, that's Urban Dictionary Corner. Oh, okay. But yeah, you're right. I don't know. Which should it be? Oh. I did it, Google it. Apparently it's when you've got diarrhoea, but... Yeah, I would have thought, though, if you're going for a literal definition, it should be constipated, yeah. not... Yeah. Yeah. Because you're trying to get something big through a little hole. <laughs> Not a torrent of... Oh, God, what? It's far too early in this podcast to be talking about... We've had a low-content week. Yeah. Well, let's get on to what we're here for, then. Like, we've had some actual feedback Have this we? week from a listener. So, I told you... That I've had some feedback, but not told you what's been said. 
let me guess, they think the show's the best thing they've ever listened to and they want to meet me out the back after the show. No. Unfortunately not. No? No. Oh, crap. So... The feedback was so confused by Jane and Rob, not sure how she is happy with the fact that he has had a blowjob by Rachel on the driveway. Many exclamation marks. Without being involved herself, she says they're dead in the water if he doesn't tell her and he subsequently doesn't tell her and she is happy they're finally on the same page? Question marks. What the fuck? Is she retarded? (laughs) There's a lot of plot holes. (laughs) It's one or two. I then sent a reply and got back. Um, well, saying she's cleaned his tool is definitely not telling her. Um, it's, it's innuendo. It's suggestive. That's what a sexy book's about, right? Well, yeah, but she she said she wanted him to be honest. Oh, he did get his tool cleaned. Yeah, but that's not really literal enough, is it? And... It, Rachel gave him a blowjob and he didn't even have the decency to offer her anything so she had to use a toothbrush. What a knobhead. (laughs) And I completely agree. What kind of dickhead gets his knob sucked and then goes, thanks, see you later. He was late for work. He was on his way to work. She accosted him. I suppose. Still very valid points, I think, from our listener this week. Very valid. I will, I will take them on board when I write book two. <laughs> if, when, maybe. Oh, you're writing book two. Am I writing book two? Yeah, when you're I writing write book, book two. two. I'll get listener involved. <laughs> she can meet. She they can meet me around the back <laughs> after the show. So, what time is it? It's story time. Story time. It gets worse every week. <laughs> right, it's top, time for Scott's really good book. So, recap of chapter seven and eight. Last week, we did our first double chapter episode. Alan was having an existential crisis. Rachel helped Rob clean his tool. After looking at her car, Rachel thinks she will have a lot of car trouble from now on. She must have liked his dick. Mm. There were hints that Rob has been a naughty boy in the past. Betty, the nosy neighbour, introduced herself to Jane, but suggested her clothes were slutty. Alan helped Rachel satisfy herself after catching her with a toothbrush, which Scott read with a weird passion that was, let's be honest, a little bit creepy. Just just a little bit creepy. <laughs> let's not sing. No, definitely not with headphones on. So, we are on to chapter nine, which I believe is the barbecue. Oh, it's been waiting for. Although I think the bit I've been waiting for is actually the next chapter, not this chapter. But, chapter nine. Rachel. As I stood in the kitchen making coleslaw and potato salad, I slightly wondered if this was all a dream. Was I going to wake up one day and find that my old boring, non-exciting life was actually my reality. My sex drive had increased tenfold. I wanted to feel naughty, and the thought of getting caught really excited really excited me. I had started wearing clothes... Oh, you've not even had a drink tonight! Well, you just started as well. <laughs> oh, I'd started wearing clothes that hugged every part of my body and showed my cleavage off. 
I loved the fact that people were staring at me and, and undressing me with their eyes. Am I broken? I say to myself. Sorry, what? replied Aaron. Aaron? Aaron? <laughs> Try again. Am I broken? I say to myself. Sorry, what? replied Alan as he walked in the room. I guess I said it out loud. Am I broken? Absolutely not, Alan replied. Supports. <laughs> Everyone just thought you were normally drunk. I normally am drunk. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, I can't just. I just. <laughs> I need a minute. What is wrong with me? Like, why can't I read and talk? I'm having a stroke. Again. Oh. What do you mean again? I haven't had one in the first place. <laughs> right. I'll start again. Am I broken? I say to myself. Sorry, what? Replied Alan as he walked into the room. I guess I said it out loud. Am I broken? Absolutely not, Alan replied supportively. We're just having some fun with people we've found we like. When one of us stops enjoying it, then we will stop. This was the first real conversation we had had since the first exciting encounter. I was glad we were both on the same page. It reassured me that I wasn't going crazy. I did find it odd that he knew exactly what I was talking about. Maybe he was having the same thoughts. <laughs> Still surprising every time. It's always surprising. I could see Alan looking at me in a lustful way. I liked the fact I knew he wanted me and I hoped he was as frustrated as I was all the time. <laughs> I guess I missed one. He comp. He complimented me on my outfit and said, you look like you're going to pop out. In a good way. I took the compliment and moved on before we got carried away <laughs> and ended up with coleslaw or God knows what all over the kitchen and ourselves. Oh, what would you be doing with the coleslaw? Well, I'll just drop it on the floor. Do you know what? And then roll around in it? Yeah, I'll fucking know. Ask Rachel, not me. You wrote it. Don't tell everyone. <laughs> Alan, I've been meaning to ask you, would you have a problem if I bought a vibrator? <laughs> he nearly dropped the plate of burgers out the fridge with a shock. Why do you feel you need to ask, he inquires. Well, we said our love for each other would never need sex toys. True, we did. But if you think you would enjoy one, then go ahead. It's not the most taboo thing we've done recently. Oh, what one do you think I should get? I ask him suggestively. <laughs> anything about vibrators surely um i know absolutely nothing about <laughs> vibrators my lovely slightly sarcastically maybe ask jane she's got a massive box full remember oh yeah from when they moved doof, doof, doof. let's not bring let's not start doing that again true she might be able to advise me i reply positively but maybe don't mention it today i don't really want betty finding out our little secret oh we didn't do drinking no, well, you're not drinking, so... Okay, it's... we'll skip that for this week. I did agree that I probably shouldn't mention it. We do seem to get carried, all right, carried away when we are all together. Just a little bit. And I didn't really want Betty finding out. Not that it is really any of her business. If I want to have a foursome with the neighbours, why the hell can't we? I never did understand why we had to answer to Betty like some army general. She is so up her own arse, it's unreal, and she is so judgy. I'd be glad when this barbecue is finished. 
She just puts everyone on edge. <laughs> the weather could not have been more perfect for a barbecue. Robert and Jane were the first to arrive. We thought it would be better for them to be here when everyone <laughs> arrived so we could keep control of introductions. First to arrive. Never we were definitely the first to arrive. Every time. Boop, boop. Platform four. I don't know what that was. <laughs> As they walked in, they were very complimentary about our house. Have you not been in their house? No. Have they only been in... Yeah, they've only been in... Um... Rob and Jane's? Yeah, because Rob and Jane are the new neighbours. So they went and helped them move some stuff. They've not been in... Oh, fair enough. I did try to take pride in the house, seeing as I didn't work. We showed them out to the garden, which is quite big for the size of property. Rob spotted the hot tub in the corner of the garden. I didn't know you had a hot tub, Rob excitedly belts out. (laughs) Yes, we've had it for a while. We We quite enjoy getting in it as it cools down and enjoying the stars. I thought you guys said you've never done anything kinky before. You must have had sex in there, Rob asks enthusiastically. Why would we have sex in there? That would be like having sex in a bath. I realise I'm showing my naivety when Jane starts laughing. I wasn't offended. I was still new to this whole thing. It's the best place to have sex, Jane replies. Is it? Mmm, crusty. No. (laughs) We will have to get in later and show you, Rob interjects. There's a knock at the door. I put my finger on my lips to shush everyone before I open the door. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case it's Betty. It was Betty, so good job (laughs) I did. I politely... (laughs) Apparently I know you far too well. It's almost like you've read this before. I politely welcome her as any good host would. I made dessert, Betty shouts, so everyone can hear. I know she just defrosted whatever it was and put it on a plate. I'd learnt over the years, no one is that bad at making desserts. She was always... (laughs) She was always trying to give the illusion of perfection and that everyone should be like her. We all move out into the garden and I start getting drinks for everyone. I thought, seeing as it was a hot summer's day, mojitos would be the right choice. Nice. Everyone apart from Betty was happy with the choice. Oh, God. Are you trying to get me drunk? She pertly asks. Yeah. Asserts, sorry. Pertly asserts. 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 Betty sounds like a right Karen. Just, uh, just ignore the comment. Oh, sorry. I just ignore... I've stapled it in a funny place. (laughs) I just ignore the comment. I was hoping after one she would calm down. We all chat and Betty gets to know the new neighbours. I find out that Jane also doesn't work. I get a little butterfly feeling in my stomach at the thought of spending time together alone. Not now, I tell myself. Keep the guard up. One slip and we'll all be outcasts. Hi, we just came through the gate as we could hear you in the garden. Hope you don't mind. It was Michael and Sarah. Oh, the doggers. Aren't they the doggers? Oh, spoiler. No, you already said about them being the doggers. Did I? Yeah, Betty called them the doggers. You're right, she did. Sorry. Not a spoiler. <coughs> Everybody already knows. They walk their dog in the dark. Yeah, they're doggers. <laughs> air quotes. <coughs> I'm going to have a drink for the air quotes. Okay. Hi, we just came through the gate, as we could hear you in the garden. Hope you don't mind. It was Michael and Sarah. Don't be silly. You're fine, I say. We didn't want to intrude, Michael replies. (laughs) You were invited, I think to myself. Why would you be intruding? I disappear to get drinks. 
I had already had enough of our neighbours. I will be a good host, though. Not that I really care what people think anymore. <laughs> Apart from Betty, Apart everybody cares, cares about more Betty. Betty yeah. Yeah. Alan. <laughs> You've got to sing it. I just read the line. What, let's get this barbecue started? Yeah. Let's get this barbecue started. Let's get this barbecue started. <laughs> At least you knew what song I was referring to. It took me a minute. <laughs> I can already see that Rachel is frustrated. Splitting the herd would be a good move. Hey, Rob, give us a hand with the cooking, will you? Rob quickly agrees and follows. Michael is not far behind. As I like the barbecue, we chat about what we chat about what is the best barbecue to buy and that really all we want is a bigger one. It was a typical man chat at a barbecue. <laughs> Every man just wants a bigger one than they have. Classic. Mm. I asked Rachel to go and get the meat and bring it out. There's so much of it, Sarah gives her a hand, leaving Betty on her own. We start laughing and joking about the, the amount of meat there is. Rachel pipes up with, We should have just done a spit roast. Oh. <laughs> she f- <laughs> she flash, flashes me and Rob a cheeky smile. Hey. I, have to, uh, I have to admit, I did panic a bit. What is she playing at, I thought? Luckily, Sarah breaks the tension by saying, I do love a good spit roast. Oh, God. And walks away. (laughs) Oh, I wish we knew more about (laughs) Sarah and Michael. I know how quiet and timid she could be, so I knew it was only an off-the-cuff comment. Michael quickly follows after, probably to tell Sarah off for embarrassing him or something. Rob jabs me in the side and said, You told me they were straight-laced and socially awkward. They are, I reply in a whisper. Spit roast? Come on, who uses that phrase and not m- not mean it sexually? People who aren't as filthy-minded as us and don't understand what they've said, I reply with a slight laugh. I'm telling you, they are filthy. Trust me, it's always the quiet ones. Uh. <laughs> you're wrong, Rob. <laughs> Deadpan, you're wrong, Rob. If that was the case, Betty would have been all over it. She has a habit of finding everything out. It must be like her magic power or something. Either way, I was not worried. As we all sit down to eat, the chat goes towards work. So you're a mechanic, Rob, Betty asks. (laughs) Yeah, he likes having his tools cleaned. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is? What? Yes, I am, that should be. Yeah, that should be yes, I am, not yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, I am. Oh, hang on, I've put the comma in the wrong place. It should be yes, it is the only thing I was ever good at. Top 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 Apparently shelf not top shelf grammar. I look down knowing full well that is a lie. I know how well he fucks. Oh cheesy. Sarah, who has hardly said anything, boldly cuts in with It's nice to see a mechanic keep keep his tool clean. Did Sarah see them? Before Did she know. Before anyone can say anything, Michael cuts in with Don't you mean tools? Watch your grammar. That is the funniest thing I think you might have written in this book. You've just written in dialogue, watch your grammar. Yes, I did. I might die on the spot right now. I just can't. This took a second to process in my head. Did Sarah just make a reference to Rob cleaning his tool? Oh yeah. Fuck. She must have seen Rachel and Rob on the drive. I immediately start to panic, as does Rachel. I can see it all over her face. 
I feel a hand on my knee with a firm, reassuring squeeze. It's Rob, and at the same time, he calmly replies, I do take pride in my work and tools. (laughs) (coughs) I do take pride in my work and tools. But as our listener said, he doesn't take that much pride because he didn't sort her out after. She even left with cum on her face. No, it was just a little bit in the corner of a... Yeah, but still, a gentleman would have... What? Wiped it off? Not come in her mouth? I don't know! <laughs> Not sucked him off on the drive like a normal person? I mean... I mean, I don't know what you want me to say here. <laughs> see where it goes. I have to give her the benefit of the doubt. I see Rachel take a deep breath and immediately see the stress drain away. Even if these two did know, which I found highly unlikely... They were too cautious and polite to actually call someone out on it. Or at least I thought until I heard, it's not very often you see the customer help out either, Sarah says assertively. <laughs> oh no, keep reading. Sarah, oh, no. Sarah says assertively, looking straight at Rachel. My heart is in my throat now. Oh shit, I can barely hold it together. <laughs> well, I had made him late for work, so I thought it was the least I could do. Sarah opens her mouth to start saying something else, but Michael stops her with, I think that's enough about work for one weekend. (laughs) They're a dirty pair. That's not polite conversation, is it? That's her going, I know what you did. (laughs) Still nice people. Before anything else can be said, I dart from the table. (laughs) Still going to have a drink. Any more mojito, anyone? I dash into the kitchen and try to compose myself. Shit, 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 I think to myself. Jane follows me in and asks, are you alright? No, I'm fucking not. She knows. But what does she know? How can she possibly know? At worst, she will think that Rachel is having an affair with him. That was actually a very valid point. That also explains the scathing look she gave Rachel. I start to calm down. We won't be outcasts of the street after all. I gather gather myself and happily walk into the garden carrying a jug of fresh mojito. We somehow managed to all move on from the drama, which admittedly might have been in my head, and have a very enjoyable remaining afternoon. We eat Betty's homemade dessert Uh, and spend a few hours chatting and getting to know each other. The time comes when only the people left are me, Rachel, Jane and Rob. What have I made you, a note You about? said rewrite doesn't make sense. No, I think it probably does make sense. But I don't know if I've rewritten that since you put I the, think you've rewritten it since I put the footnote. I might have done. I might have done. Well, I feel like as the bar, next chapter as, is going to be far too good to do a double chapter on this week. We need to save that and do... And to be honest with you... It was a bit of a dry chapter, but it was... Um, it was dry, but it was exciting because Michael and Sarah... Are Definitely not straight-laced. And they're definitely not only walking their dog in the dark. If she's making comments like that about cleaning tools and giving her eye contact, she definitely knows. Spit roast. I mean, she definitely... She knows and she is dirty, dirty. Down and dirty. So, yeah, that's the end of Chapter 9. I'm interested to see. Because I can't remember where this goes with Michael and Sarah. So... As I'm reading it, I think I remember what I wrote. <laughs> but I'm not 100% sure. 
oh, I hope it's as interesting as I want it to be. I, I feel like they're going to be like good little side characters. Like they're not going to get in on the main action, but they're definitely going to be side characters because otherwise you wouldn't have like edged the conversation the way it did. Hopefully. I'm not Shakespeare. <laughs> Apparently not. I can't even read your own writing. No, it is a tough read. I will admit. What a chapter. I quite enjoyed that. That was quite nice. Yeah. It was quite nice to have a break from the... There was a lot of innuendo, but less of the... Darting. Yeah, there was harder, less... Harder, harder, faster, yeah. faster. It was quite... Hot, quite, steamy load. Quite nice to have a dry, but that was an interesting chapter, despite it being dry. I think that's what you call developing the storyline. <laughs> well, hopefully you finally made a storyline. <laughs> yeah, maybe. See what happens. Shall we take our feet off the feet? Shall we take our foot off the accelerator, slam it in reverse, pop a UE, and drive on down into the most awkward corner on the planet? Urban Dictionary Corner. Oh, so it was my turn this oh, week. I know, I'm a little bit worried. I don't know which one to give you first. I've got two. We'll go with this one first. A crotch novel. Yes. Crotch novel. Crotch novel. So, story about your cock. Uh, do you fuck a magazine? No. Oh, oh, is it like a, a nudie mag that any you, you knock one out to? Nope. No? Crotch novel. A book that's so big you have to sit it in your crotch to read it, like a, you know, like the Independent when it used to be big. Are you being too literal? Do you just bury your face in the crotch and like tell no. the story? Think Talk. about what you've written. What, a shit book? No, but what's it classed as? An erotic novel. Yeah. That says crotch novel. Yeah. You've successfully confused me, if that's what you want <laughs> raving for. Open it up and read it. <clears throat> a romance novel that contains drawn-out and very descriptive sex scenes, mainly geared towards women. These novels are often corny, cheap, paperback-bound, and sold in drugstores and supermarkets. This crotch novel is mushier than oatmeal. The oatmeal I had for breakfast. But I still want to find out if Francesca marries Roberto or runs off with Don Juan. Keeps reading. (laughs) That's a crotch novel. (laughs) It's kind of what you wrote, a crotch novel. It's not how I'd describe it. (laughs) Here's the other one. Just to keep you uh, on your toes. Cum goggles. Right. <laughs> Think about it. My first thought is it's a, like a, a bit of PPE and you put goggles on so you don't get it in your eyes. Mm. Or... <gasps> oh, I think I might have it. Go on. Is it when you spaff on someone's eyelids mm. and then they glue them together? Mm, you're, you're close, but not correct. Close, but not correct? Oh, I don't know then. That was probably my best guess. Crack it open. A slang term for oversized fake eyelashes worn by some women. Named because of their uncanny ability to catch ejaculated (laughs) semen that would normally get in their eyes. Oh, I was so close with both. Just not the... Read it again because the people can hear you. Right. A slang term for oversized fake eyelashes worn by some women. 
named because of their uncanny ability to catch ejaculated semen that would normally get in their eyes. Tanya, so how did it go last night? Janet, all I can say it was a good thing I was wearing my cum goggles or I would have had a hell of a time driving home. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. That is quite good, I like that one. I didn't want oh. to be as disgusting as you. Like, yeah. Sometimes they're just too gross. They're only going to get worse. <laughs> it's time for pillow talk. Um, you, I've noticed you haven't put anything in. I've because we're not doing both of mine. Are we not? No. Well, I don't know if I've... Um, oh, I do have a pillow talk from a listener. Very deep. When will the next mass extinction be? I can understand why that would keep you up at night, but that's far too deep. Is that because she thinks I should be included in it? No idea. Like, she, that's all I sorry, got. Is it because they think I should be included <laughs> in it? We definitely don't know who this person is. I, I genuinely, I don't know, but next... I can understand why it would keep you up at night, because yeah. obviously it's been a long time since the last kind of, what, Ice Age? Ice Age would have been a mass extinction. That Was was that the last one? I don't know, no, I'm not no, good th- with history. So I think the Ice Age happened after, well, I mean, don't quote me on this, I could be wrong, this could be a conspiracy theory, but... I think the Ice Age happened after the meteor hit the planet that mm. killed the dinosaurs. The Ice Age in itself was a mass extinction event. Yeah, but it didn't kill the Eskimos. No, but it was still a mass extinction because it didn't kill everyone, but it killed the mass. Is that not... When did you think the Ice Age happened? I don't know, a very long time ago. And you still think there was Eskimos? Well, but I don't know. Why did you tell me there were then? Because well, I wanted to see how you reacted. Oh, well, I don't bloody know. And you played right into my little sticky fingers. I, I'm not a historian. I'm not into. I'm not. History is not my thing. Give me maths. Give me literature. Or the Romans. No. I, I know nothing about the Romans. So um, I don't think we have a specific date on the next mass extinction. And I can understand why that would keep you up at night. Yeah, that is going to keep me up at night. It's far too deep for me. I should just drink until I pass out. Okay. We go for something (laughs) a little bit lighter. Go on then, watch yours. Right, so we've been watching Upload. Uh, I think we're on like episode four or five. This might... Of series two. Of series two. This might actually be a spoiler. So stop listening. A, A sort of a spoiler, yeah. Not a massive plot spoiler. There's Fake Nathan. Yep. Which is... He's still He's in, the copy. He's the copy that's still in Lakeview. Yeah. And he has started developing fe- feelings for Nora. Yeah. Who is currently going out with the real Nathan. Yeah. Is that cheating? Oh, it's weird. Because so, they're sort of the same person. But they're sort of the same person, but they're different. Because the Nathan she's dating in real life. I think it's six months. IRL. Oh, as yeah, IRL, as yeah. our eldest son would say. Yeah. Um, is different to the copy because the copy is a backup from... I think it's about six months. Yeah, before. So they're different. Yeah. Although they're the same person, they're different because the 
Nathan she's dating in real life has had more experience and stuff that's affected him and changed him. And apparently got a little bit tubby. Yeah. <laughs> than the fake Nathan. Yeah. What, the copy? Yeah. Because he's not fake. He's, yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's a copy. Yeah, they, they call him fake Nathan, don't they? But I... It is weird because it's not cheating because they're the same person. But okay. actually it is because he's not... The same person. The same I person sw- because it's... So the only thing I can... This comes... Oh, this is deep because it comes back to nature and nurture, doesn't it? Yeah. So the, the nearest thing I could um, come up with to sort of equate it to would be twins. Genetically the same, but they're different people. Mm. If you had a twin sister... What, identical? Identical twin sister. Yeah. And I started... Yeah, but she, no, but that's different because, no, it is different because an identical twin sister, yes, she would be identical to me in genetics, but from the moment of birth, we've had different experiences. Yeah. We've experienced everything differently, so we are not the same people. So Nathan, in this situation, so he... is because the copy is only six months behind him. Yeah. But they still have different experiences. So I I think... Yeah, but... Oh. I think it is. I think it's cheating. Yeah. Because even though up to the point where the backup was made of him... Cause they, yeah, if they were... If the you s- don't understand upload, it's um, when you die, they upload you into like a hard drive. Your your memories and, and like soul into a hard drive. And then you get put into a... A heaven. A heaven simulation type thing. Yeah. So... That's that when we say backup, it's like a hard drive backup. Yeah. So obviously they were backed up at the same time, but then for that six months I've had different experiences. So I would say it's cheating. It's cheating because they're they're not the same person no, anymore. If they were the same person, if a copy was made at the exact same point and they had the same experiences, mm. they would be the same person. Yeah. So, like, if I cloned you right now, and you were stood here... I'd like to point out, you said you couldn't handle two of me. No, I definitely can't handle two of you, jeez. Yeah, you can't handle 24 inches, can you? (laughs) 24 inches! Anyway... Don't laugh too hard. 24 inches? Two 12-inch cocks. That's a spit roast. I mean, 12 inches would be... Jeez. I've lost my train of thought. If you had a clone of me. If I had a clone of you and you were literally cloned in front of me in my living room mm-hmm. and, I don't know, Betty wanted to bang you, that would be cheating. Because you're the same person. You've had no different experiences. You're the same. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's cheating. But it six months apart you're a different person you've had different experiences yeah. you oh, that's, that's deep yeah I definitely for anyone that's listened and probably lost the conversation thread a bit because upload is quite not complicated it's no, very funny and silly I don't think many people watch it though but it is definitely worth a watch very yeah. funny I think that's probably it for this week so are we... We're... I've been on the internet. <laughs> I, I can lighten the mood, though. Go on. 
A cloud weighs around a million tons. What? I know. I was fascinated when it. No. Yep. I found this on a BBC website. It looks so fluffy. Yep. So <clears throat> apparently, a cloud. Which type of cloud? Do you know which type of cloud? I just said a cloud. Oh, okay. I'm assuming it's like the big, dark, heavy, wet ones. What a cumulonimbus or something. That's a broomstick in Harry Potter, isn't it? I can't remember the name of the cloud. I think one of them is a cumulon. Is it not a broomstick? Oh no, it's a Nimbus two thousand. Yeah, it's a cumulonimbus. It's like a big stormy cloud. Oh okay. I think. I, I, can't I used to love to like. I wanted to be a storm chaser. I can't remember. Anyway. Anyway, I can't, I can't remember my clouds. Any, any, anyone so, wants to let us know, please do. I know, I know. A, a cloud typically has a volume of around one kilometre cubed and a density of around 1.003 kilometres per metres cubed of water, I think it was. That's around 0.4% lower than the air, which is around it, which is why it can float. Wow. I'm not sure I've written that down right, but... I don't know, now I want to go look up cloud stuff. I used to love, like, I really wanted to be a storm chaser. Like, Twister was my favourite film when I was, like, about 10 or 12. Oh, don't tell me you've not seen it. I've not seen Twister. Oh, man. But clouds. Fluffy. Wow. You said they were heavy, though. Cloud weighs around a million tonnes. It's a difference in density. A million tons. Like that's really bonkers. But you it look at a... does explain why planes fly. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if a cloud can yeah. hover in the sky. I mean, they do tend to drop themselves, but. Well, they do, but. They cry. They cry. They cry lovely tears. You've blown my mind a little bit. Right. Sorry. While Steph puts her grey matter <laughs> back in her head. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, then like feel free to get in touch. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Search Never Published or Never Published Pod and you'll find us. Uh, also, you can email us on neverpublishedpodcast at gmail.com. I would love your feedback on Scott's story. I'd love anything you want to give me on Pillow Talk or Urban Dictionary. We are absolutely loving your feedback, so please keep it coming. We'll catch you on the flip side of a cloud, apparently. Did you just say coming? Cumin. Cumin. <laughs> He's right. a child, absolute child. Uh, right, well, we'll see you next week. Um, hasta lasagna. <laughs>